Here we go, here we go. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. Whoop, whoop, it's the police. Don't look in your rearview mirror. This podcast covers the latest police news, along with hitting the hot topics you've been talking about all week. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for joining us. Here we go, folks. Welcome back again to Police Pod Talk. Today, I've got uh, three guests with me who finally decided to to join. Uh, I've got uh, Adrian back. You say, hey, Adrian. Hello. <laughs> okay. And we've got Tara back again. Hello. And we've got La Tara. Hello. Who finally decided to join us also. <laughs> uh, happy to have them here. Today, we're going to talk about something that uh, maybe we all have the same opinion on or maybe we don't. Uh, We're going to talk about an incident that happened uh, around October 13th of this year in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, where a police officer fatally shot a 28-year-old woman who was inside her home while they were responding to a open structure call, meaning a open door left on a house. The uh, young lady's name was Atantiana Jefferson, so we're going to stay with Jefferson. One of her neighbors called the non-emergency number around 2 a.m. in the morning because they were concerned that her front door was left open. Uh, When the officers arrived to Jefferson's home, they pulled up outside, but they parked around the corner, and they did not know that she was inside the home with her eight-year-old nephew playing video games. The responding officer parked his car, approached the house on foot, and uh, Jefferson heard someone outside her house in her yard, and she went to the window uh, to investigate what was going on. The body cam from the officer showed him walking around the house. He went to the front door, which was open. There was a light on inside. He walked around the house, went to the side through a gate. He's holding his flashlight. Then you see him approach a window, and he yells, put your hands up, show me your hands, and then there was a shot that was fired through the window. Uh, The shot struck Jefferson and killed her inside the house. Uh, at this time, uh, the report did not say who the officer was, but I think uh, Latera may have information on that later. The officers did rush inside the house. They did find a firearm, but they didn't say if she was holding it when she was shot, but there was a firearm inside the house. Uh, they administered emergency care to her, but she was pronounced dead at the scene. The neighbor who called in told the uh, newspaper and the police that uh, He probably will never call the police again. He felt responsible for the officers taking her life the way they did. Uh, He felt that uh, it was was wrong what happened. Uh, Again, the officer wasn't identified at the time. He was placed on uh, administrative leave. Uh, The community was upset about it. There were a lot of people upset about it. But I got these three guests here today. I got uh, three uh, ladies who have children who have probably played video games and uh, has discussed this before. So we're going to talk about it just a little bit in the open here and say what we have to say and how we feel about it. Uh, Anyone of you want to jump in first? Well, yeah, I I guess. Who's talking? Say your name now. Tara. Okay. (laughs) I guess I'm kind of wondering from the very beginning, okay, um, when the police officer responded and you being a former police officer, I guess I'm kind of wanting to get this picture as far as what should have taken place. I mean, he like went into the front door and the mm. next thing you know, he's walking around back and now we got officers. So I guess, what's the total protocol when you get a call like that? How do you respond? How, how do you react? 
Well, like you said, the call came in as a open structure call um, or a, a welfare check on an individual. I can say from what I've learned and what I've seen and what I've done, if the front door is open, all you're going to is checking on someone, then you just go up to the front door, pound on the door, announce yourself, yell. Even if the door is unlocked, open the door, yell a little bit, walk into the house a little bit more, yell, identify yourself a little bit more until somebody pops out. Uh, the mindset for me at that moment would have been, I'm checking on someone to see if they're okay. I'm not going to look for a burglar or someone breaking into a home. Correct. So uh, that for me here would have been my protocol. That was how I would have handled it, if that answers your question. Well, yeah, because again, I mean, just trying to figure out how the whole incident occurred. Um, well, you mean the incident of the actual shooting or the incident of just the officer? Leading up to the actual shooting. Well, I mean, the shooting was yeah. definite. Okay. Yeah. Somebody got shot. Somebody died. Right. Um, but it's, why? It started off with the neighbor. Yeah. Well, I guess my issue, this is Latera. I guess my issue would be um, the police officer never identified their self as a police officer. Right. Um, I'm with you. So coming up to the window, she, I mean, she heard noise. And so she went to investigate. Right. So I guess that would be the, the first issue. I think it starts even before that. What, what, do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? This is Adrian. Okay. I think it starts before that because the neighbor who made the nine made the call to dispatch. Mm. He called the non emergency number. Non emergency number is what I got, yeah. And from I seen interviews of him and what he stated happened was when he came home he noticed that her front door was open and mm -hmm. it was around 10 o'clock in the evening. Right. No big deal. Right. Then a niece, I believe it was a niece that, I don't know if she lives with him or what, but at some point, it was around two in the morning, she noticed the door was open as well. Right. And so then she told him, and that's what made him concerned, that it's two in the morning, and her front door is still open. Mm -hmm. She had a screen door, mm -hmm. it, you know, whether it's locked or not, but the, the main door was open. Mm -hmm. So he was concerned that it's two in the morning and her front door is open. Right. And so he called for a welfare check because that wasn't a typical thing that she would do. Right. And so I think that's where it starts from that call. It was a welfare check and what was the mindset of the officer when he got there? Because first of all, he parked around the corner. Which, which there's really not, doing that is an okay thing. A lot of times when you pull up to, you don't pull directly up into a house. You park somewhere where you can walk up or move up to the house and not be seen. Mm -hmm. There's okay. nothing wrong with that. That's just a safety thing. Okay. So then when he came up to the front door and realized that it's, it's oh. open mm -hmm. and that there's a light on right right why would you not knock on the door and that's what i'm yeah why would you not knock on the door and go just go around to the house and knock on the window right but knock if he would have knocked on the front door i mean and the reason why i say knock on the front door is because the call was not that they seen somebody in mm -hmm. on her property or right. leaving her property that looked right. suspicious. The call was that the front door was open and had been for several hours. Right. So to knock on that front door, give the owner or whoever a chance to respond before you respond with deadly force. Mm -hmm. 
And that's why so I wanted to know what the protocol was if you are an officer responding. So I'm sure there is protocol, but his mindset, whatever he was thinking at that moment, he decided to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have said, well, I could knock on the door, but maybe someone's breaking in. Or maybe someone has broken in and I want to catch him in the act is what he could be thinking also. So his mindset went from welfare check to something suspicious. Right, and what what clicked or what made him see something different than anybody else, maybe there was something he saw that made him believe that somebody has broken into this house and they may still be in the house. So was he the, was he the only officer on the scene? No, a couple of them no, had pulled up also, Okay, but he was the only one that was going around the house. Okay. And I'm sure by the time they got there, he was already walking around the house. Mm-hmm. But there's always some reason or something that makes an officer's, the, the hair on the back of their neck stand up. So what was that? We don't know. I don't think he had an intent going there to shoot anybody. I think he was probably more along the intent of catching someone who broke into a house. That's my, my take. Well, and the look well, I'm getting from you three even, is not, but, not but, that. But even, even if he would have, and this is terrible, even if he would have found that somebody <laughs> broke in, mm-hmm. I guess I'm trying to figure out what caused him to shoot. Right. Okay. And I mean, he went into the mindset of whoever's in that house, I'm going to shoot. Okay. Well, no. Well, okay. That's what it appears. Okay. That yeah. is what it appears to be. Mm-hmm. But now remember, if you watch the video and a lot of the news people did a really good job of stopping the video at a certain point what we saw through the 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 camera of his body cam was not what he was seeing with his eyes okay no right so just because you see the body cam video doesn't mean that's what his eyes are actually seeing and focusing on well if you does that have a lot to do with what your mind is thinking you're saying yeah yeah it has a lot to do. I can show you. All three of us can watch something happen, and we'll all three come out with a different opinion on what we just saw. That's true. And just like an accident that happens, you get you start interviewing witnesses, and they'll tell you different three versions. different things. Like, wait a minute, do are you at the same accident? Mm-hmm. So what he was seeing with his own eyes, and what they showed, what I got to see was her actually standing at that window. Can I see a gun in her hand? No, but I see a person standing at the window. If his mindset is this house has been broken into, whoever did is probably still inside that house. He went to that for some reason. The second that person appeared in the window, there's a fear right there that, hey, something's going on. He's yelling, according to what I saw, and according to what you saw in the video, he says, put your hands up, show me your hands. And then, boom, a shot goes off. But the call was for a welfare check, so I understand he knew that. that. I understand that's, that. That's when you make it, that. you're making more out of the initial call than what it is. Yes. I understand but that. Police, but police officers, okay. according to discussions previously, mm-hmm. go in with that mindset. It's kind of like they kind of think, prepare for the worst prepare for the worst because yes. you don't know what you're going to get right well right. can i ask this question you go right ahead you got well, the mic <laughs> so even if so say it was a burglar okay you still the police should i mean they still shoot first before wouldn't you want to try and apprehend them especially if you didn't see a gun okay see that's the part that came up later that there was a gun and which is her constitutional right 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 to have a gun in her own home. okay but let's go back again we got to go back again and did they say that she had it in her hands the gun was in her hands it, she didn't the gun was in her hands but she had every right to have that because gun she in heard her hands. Hands. okay but time out that has nothing to do with it 
All right, let's go back. I got to go back. It, I think oh, it does oh, wait have a something minute. to do with wait it. Wait a second. We got to go back. He's going there. All of a sudden, something clicked to make him look for a burglar or someone breaking into a home. He goes to the window. The two of them startle each other. His mind quickly grabs someone behind the glass. Someone's got a gun in their hands. He's yelling, show me your hands. They don't do it. And all of a sudden, boom, there's okay. a shot. That's how that all played out within the blink of an eye. As fast as he saw, in his mind, he did all those things thinking there's a person with a gun in a house has possibly broken in. So how would that have been? If she would have shot the officer and killed exactly. him. Exactly. So okay. her mindset in that very same right. scenario, here she is, a person in right. her home playing right. a video game because she, at 2 in the morning because that's what she is allowed to do. Right. And she hears someone creeping around her go. house. Right. And she's fearful for her life and her, her nephew's life. Mm-hmm. So she goes and gets the gun that she has right. the legal right to possess. Right. And going. she gets it to protect herself and mm-hmm. her nephew. And then she sees someone, all she sees is a flashlight who could be a burglar. Could be a burglar. Trying to mm-hmm. break in her house. Right. And before you know, then bam, she's shot. She shoots, she shoots that person because she's in fear of thinking that person's uh, going to break yeah. in. She yeah. would be fine. I don't because, think so. I think she'd be in jail right now. Now, why would you figure that? Because she'd have to defend herself. She was already defending herself. No, I'm saying she would have to defend herself in court. She'd be in court right now defending the reason why she shot a police officer outside her door. I'm sure she probably would, but she would have had every right to do what she did. Because here here we go again. On her, what did she see? What was she feeling? What came to the window? They startled one another. She fires a shot. There's nothing wrong with that. There would have been nothing wrong with her doing that. Mm -hmm. She would have been fine. But as we know the other part of the story, because the nephew is the one that told it, he was the only one that could tell, and he did a great job on telling what happened. There was a noise. She did go to her purse. She did go to the window with a gun. All of that was fine. Mm -hmm. He told it just like it happened. Two people startled one another. Why he went not through the front door, we don't know. Okay? Was he breaking protocol? We don't know. Right. Why he didn't identify himself as a police officer. Okay. We don't know. Yes. I mean, those two decisions right there is what ended up making it fatal for her. Not knocking on that front door. And then when he did decide to go around the back and he he did not identify himself as a police officer first. Because I think as a police officer, that should be ingrained in your head. Right. You have to identify yourself. Creeping around uh, someone's uh, house at two in the morning, and they hear you outside, and and he knew that they seen him, and she, she seen him, and you know, vice versa. Right. He should have been saying, "Police, police, police," and right. then she would have known. Oh, it's the police. You know, good. Some maybe they're ca- somebody ran through my yard that they're chasing or something. Okay. Have you ever been startled by anyone, and even in your own home? Yes. Someone yes. started. Have you had the time to say anything? But if you're a police officer, well, no, 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 wait, remember, you're startling people by walking through their yard. Right, two exactly. The but you're both startling one another. Getting words out is pretty hard. And what he focused on was probably the gun. I mean, you're trained to go right to the hands. Your eyes go boom right to the hands because you want to see what they're holding. Your focus goes to the hands because that's what's going to hurt you. I guess if your okay. mindset is that you're coming to this scene because you're looking for somebody suspicious, somebody who's committing a crime versus I'm there to make sure that this person in this house right. is okay because the neighbor is concerned for their welfare. Right. Because, there was a yes. difference in the mindset. Mm-hmm. Again, I agree with all of that, but something made it change. What did he see that make it change? We don't know what that was. Something made him change his mind on what it is, why he was going to look for a burglar. 
Something changed, and we don't know what that something was. And will we ever know? Because that's something that you don't come out and say, well, yeah, the reason why I shot, because I saw this person in that house, yeah. and I just automatically assumed well, I don't, the police I don't, officer won't give a statement. Well, he won't talk to anyone right now, which, you know, that's not a bad thing. There are times when you have to talk to your attorney first to make sure anything you say after that point is written down and, and documented so nobody tries to use it against you later. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's real... It's really hard to say what a person's thinking mm -hmm. in the moment that something happened. I mean, um, if you think about a situation that you've been in that scared you just in that moment, mm -hmm. how you've reacted. And it kind of takes you just a short time to get back to... To regroup. To regroup, to <laughs> yeah. think clearly. Well, so. and, that, and that would be for a lay person, but he's law enforcement. And so his, his train of thought... Mm -hmm is gonna be different than what yours is. And his, his res well, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, in his response or even his statement, he knows what to say and what not to say. Mm -hmm. We do so, hold them to a higher standard, but yet they're gonna have the gonna, same. He's gonna fear for his life well, that's and that's why he shot her. What? Okay, okay, and then here's the thing, what was wrong with that? Do you think he knew it was a her? Or do you think he knew there was someone standing there with a gun? Well, had he knocked on the door, he would know. It okay, was wait, wait, no, no, because okay, if let's he not go to the to door. If he went to the house with the intention as it being a welfare check, then hey, I'm sure he probably did. That's mm -hmm. what dispatch gave him. No, he couldn't have because okay. he didn't knock on the door. Okay, he changed but, his mind at some <laughs> point yeah. from this being a like welfare you said, check. Something, yeah. something, something made him change his mind, right? So mind. we can't say that he went there with an intent to shoot anybody. Mm -hmm. Well, we can say that he he he. he felt that that person didn't belong there and that's why he shot him because he didn't think that person belonged in the house mm -hmm. you still don't think the gun played a part in it at all in those split seconds i probably wouldn't i don't even know if i would have seen a gun i mean to describe what i saw in those split seconds and to say that policemen are trained for that do you think that the policemen are trained for every situation like no. that no no. Well, that one, yeah, because that's a common call. Wait, wait, so. to, 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 to so. be surprised by somebody in a window? You think uh -uh. they're trained for that all the so, time? So, if you're going to someone's home at 2 o'clock in the morning, uh -huh. what is the likelihood that someone could be standing there in their own home? That's highly likely. As a well, well and you got caught they, on a welfare check. But, but, but listen, Just like you call, said, you would handle it differently. Right, the call came in that the door has been open since 10 o'clock and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. And but the the neighbor said that he specifically told them that I just need you to go and check on right. that person, and that's a welfare right. check. That's a welfare check. But the door has been open that whole time. His mind is probably thinking the door should not be open. There should have been somebody walking around that owns the home but inside the, the house. But at two in the morning, you know what what probably happened in that situation is that her and her nephew were back there in the back room, bedroom or whatever playing that game. And didn't pay. They just forgot to shut the front door. Okay, that's door. fine. That can happen. That can happen. But but to say to say that he went there with an intent, or to say that he went there to shoot whoever was in the house. We didn't say he went to shoot. We said that he, had he, a he lost mindset. the intent yes. of welfare checking, because had this been an eighty-year-old elderly person living in that house and got shot in her window, the whole country would be outraged. Well, I don't think it matters the, the age of the person that got shot. Anybody that gets shot, you know, it's a sad thing. 
I just think that there's more to it than the fact that he shot a person in the house. Well, because I, he didn't do a welfare check. He didn't do a welfare right. check. Okay. He was called there to do a welfare check. Right. But I think the thing is, too, like you said, it wouldn't matter the age. A lot of it, I mean, the first thing was she had a gun in the house. I mean, when I when I first heard the story, that's what the excuse was. She had a gun in the house. Well, the first thing that the media said was that, that it she, was a white officer shooting a black woman in a house. That had a gun in the house. And that the white the black woman yeah. had a gun in the house. Well here here that's the news media giving us the story. Okay. Uh-huh. We gotta make sure we, we don't take too much on it because usually the first story that comes out it doesn't have all the information is not right. It took a while for us to even find out that the nephew told what happened. And we this, never heard that till Well later. and it's also it, it this happened what, the same week that uh, after the trial of the other uh, officer shooting, oh the the, the, late, the female going officer into the wrong asked, apartment, yes. going into the wrong apartment. So mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. that was what the same week that uh, of her trial right. when it ended. Yes. So right. it's fresh on the heels of that, and it's the same area. Well, but again, again, the police officer's human. He maybe have not have gone into the door like someone else would have done. He decided to go around the house for whatever reason. And they encountered someone at a window, and he yelled for them to show me your hands, and next thing you know, there's a shot fired. Well, I also think, and I know they emphasize on the fact that the call came in as a welfare check. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So a lot of calls come into dispatch right. um, as being something maybe just kind of minor welfare check, yeah. a little yep. disturbance. And again, mm-hmm. that's where it goes back to that, um, that officer's... Um, state of mind is mm-hmm. always in high alert that's right that's right they're they're a little bit higher they're going in just a little bit higher than what was told because if Correct. you go in there just off of what was told to you you're going to set yourself up for for failure so if you're going in there going okay it's a welfare check but i'm going in a little bit higher than that just in case they never are the same as what they come out to be all right and we used to hate getting flagged down the ones where you get flagged down on the street were the worst because it turned out to be something you really don't want to be involved in or bigger than. Because so it, could, it could have been a burglary that had already occurred is right. the reason why the door was open. They could have been hurt inside. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Had the neighbor called that in and said that, then I would roll with that. Well, the neighbor, but the neighbor never the saw neighbor, the burglar. But he didn't know what was going on. But uh, Exactly. But he and explained he, that the door had been open. been open. But see, somebody could have been in there. In and the, the reason why they did. I mean, I well, can think of a couple different it, scenarios to go with. You can keep pushing with. that and you can say it could be a serial killer in there, <laughs> you know? That, but that's my point. It could be anything, but the call was welfare right. check. The call was a welfare check, a welfare and two check. people encountered mm-hmm. each other at a window. And okay, if we just leave it, and and there was there was a shot fired. Correct. Okay, he has not spoken. He hasn't said a word. But I can tell you now, if you go to a window and you you're surprised by someone, and you do see a gun, and I, I, I can't stress this enough, as soon as we run into someone, you're looking at their hands. What are they carrying in their hands? And boom, you see a gun, and a shot was fired. Yes, he didn't identify himself. He's assuming I got on a uniform. They should be able to see me through the window or whatever. I don't know why, but when at, you're startled, not everything comes out. Right. Not everything is said. I mean, you don't get to yell but everything. Just like. He didn't see her either. Well, he saw something. He saw something. He and didn't just, know what he shot. Yeah. Where, where did the where did the bullet hit her? I don't know. I have no clue. That would be interesting to know. Why? Now, why is that? Because mm-hmm. if it was a headshot, 
or a body shot. Do you think he had time to aim? He was aiming when he walked up to the window. Yeah, he had a gun in the low ready. Meaning it was it was out, mm-hmm. but he didn't aim it until he was yelling, show me your hands. And then it went up into as, a, Yeah, as he was, show aim. me your hands. <laughs> he didn't even, when he shot, he didn't even identify himself. Well, yeah. it, even then, yeah, I'm telling you. It, it's When he seen a figure, he should have said police. Mm-hmm. All he said was, put your hands up, show me your hands. He got that out, and then the shot was fired. Mm-hmm. And again... It's easy to say and you would do that. And it's easy to say that her what her response should have been. She didn't have time to say anything or do anything. She didn't even have time to show her hands before no. she was shot. No. And I don't know if any of you guys are gun owners, but just because you own a gun doesn't mean you will actually use that gun. Just because you take it out of your purse and go to a window doesn't mean you will actually shoot someone that's standing there. And, and so your yeah, mindset is, I hope this gun scares who's ever at my window yeah. versus I don't want to have to pull that trigger. Well, uh, and, that's, and that's so unfortunate because that gun that she wanted to use as a deterrent to scare uh-huh. somebody away from her property is what got, might have what got, got her, her killed. killed. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. So if he saw that. But she had the right to, to be at her window. You're absolutely right. She had a right to shoot. She had a right to shoot him. <laughs> yeah, she did. And I bet you she, she I, because she knew she had time to go to her purse and get get that gun. Mm-hmm. She knew somebody was outside of her house. That's right. And if she just would have shot him, <laughs> then it'd be a whole nother story. Right. Well, and I, she'd be in jail no, trying to I don't, defend I don't believe herself. that. I, I truly do not believe that. Because Well, I don't know, because, I mean, there's been other cases where don't you have to feel threatened? I mean, she's inside. She felt threatened. She, okay, yeah. but what I'm saying, though, um, doesn't that person have to be coming in? It could have nope. been just somebody nope. walking No, they were on her yard. property. No, just the just the. And just she had a, fin- it was a fenced-in yard, too. Yeah. Well, he just opened the gate and went around, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on her property. Well, <laughs> I still don't think... I don't think she would have been in as much trouble as people think. I don't think she would have been locked up because she has every right to defend herself. And looking at the situation, it would have been fine. So to say I think she would have been locked up, I I can't agree with that. Adrian? Hmm. No, don't just sit there and say what you got to say. No, I just, (laughs) I mean, I just would say that the world will never know. Right. Because she doesn't have the opportunity now. Right. I can see how this entire thing played out. I can see how it was an accident. I can see how someone didn't say what they should have said or yelled out. And I know you're thinking, well, as a police officer, they got to be perfect and they got to do it right every time. That doesn't well, not happen. Perfect, but I mean, I just think you should always identify yourself. Well, and you're right. I mean, the best you, the, the best thing. you can, yeah. the best you can, you try to identify yourself. Yes. But when you're startled. And it pops up in front of you that quick. Oh, it doesn't matter what but you said, yeah. yeah. But that's part of the tra- their training, though, as law enforcement mm-hmm. going Even when he went to the door in the middle of the night. When he went to the door, the door was open. Yell police. I'll tell you this. Um, we've, we've had problems with our our alarm in our home mm-hmm. and uh, where the, the sounds weren't working. So we wouldn't know that we set it off. And the police have come. And the first thing they say because they're responding right. to an alarm. Right. Police, police. Mm-hmm. And then they give us an opportunity. We're like, hold on, it's, you know, it's all right. mm-hmm. we, we're turning it off. Right. And then, they, you know, they, they talk to us. But they came 
because there's an alarm saying that there's an intruder in our home. Right. And when they came to your house, did they meet you at the front door or where were they? Were some, well, did we, you see some around the side of the house, the back of the house? Okay, but when they showed up, did some go in the back? Did some no. go, or do you even know that? No, they came to the front. I mean, the way my, you know, our street is. Okay. In order, they came from the front. But, but I mean, did would, they like you would casually not, walk up? Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, I mean, if they're going to respond to alarm, just like they responded to a welfare check. I mean, how did those officers respond to your house? Did he just walk up to the front door? Well, they seen us. They seen us in the front door. So you were at the front door when because they showed up. Because we knew that. So did, that did we they get yell the police to you? Yeah. And then tell because you. Because it was late. Tell you, know? you put mm-hmm. your hands yeah. up. No, I they mean, didn't say put their hands up, but they were identifying themselves mm-hmm. as being the police coming right. on our property. Right. And and we let them know what happened. And mm-hmm. they told us if it, if it happens again, you can get fined. Yeah, they, they let you know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can I can tell you that a lot of the the ones you see, you there's a whole bunch of them you don't see. About like deer, you see that one deer across the road. There's some more coming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's one. There's always. There's more. a there's probably a, an officer behind a house, one on the side house. You don't see them because they're positioning themselves because they don't know what's inside that house. So when this one officer was creeping around, who knows what those other ones were doing? Right. I mean, there's a whole lot of. We can say the training. You can say they should be trained, should have been trained. But I'm telling you, those surprise things are the ones that you you can't train for them. You cannot train for them. No, I, I don't see how you can. And, it, it, mm-hmm. yeah, you watch the video, and it, it was quick. It was a quick shoot. But I got a funny feeling uh, he hasn't spoken to anybody, and I don't know. I have no clue what's, uh, what's the outcome going to be, and I'm sure we'll do a uh, follow-up on it, an update on it. I don't think – I mean, it's not going to make any difference. She – we still have um, a person who is no longer with us. No longer here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's first and foremost. Um, but to understand what happened, why he reacted the way he did, I think it's very important even for law enforcement um, to kind of understand too, because if it happened once, and we all know, oh, yeah, it's going to yeah. happen again and oh, yeah. again and again and again. Yeah. Right, right. Well, well, I'm sure. I'm sure law enforcement is learning. I, I agree with you. Yelling police is about the best you can do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you yell it because you're scared. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but yeah, this was this was a, a, a tough one. And again, it happened shortly after the other shooting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so tensions were still kind of high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, what again, Latera, You did you have a name for this guy? We gave out the... Yes, the police officer name was Aaron Dean. Aaron Dean, and he's still off. Well, he actually got fired. He got fired. Did it say how many years he was on? It didn't say how many years, but it was 24 hours after the incident where he got fired. Yeah, I'm sure they had to wait and look in to see what was going on, and then they got the body cam and all that kind of... But yeah, they fired him right away. They weren't mucking around <laughs> waiting for this, well, something else to happen. Um. And, and I did read that this area, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, they said they've had 10 shootings very similar to this. Officer-involved shootings? Officer-involved shootings mm-hmm. of people in not you know, your typical criminal situations. Um, 10 of them since April, I believe. Yeah. Wow. Oh, did so they, they, what they, kind of shootings? I mean, was it... They were I, shooting at the police. I was police watching officer? watching a video of their their city council meeting after this shooting, mm-hmm. and a lot of the citizens came up and gave 
you know, testimony as right. to um, other shootings very similar to this one. Um, and, and many of those didn't end in someone dying, but there were, were several that they did. And they were still waiting on um, whether or not uh, the officer was going to be charged or right. what the city, they were still right. under investigation. And they said this one immediately hit national news. So they immediately, you know, fired him, but that mm -hmm. they've had, they have a higher number than any other area in the country of police officer involved shootings at this time. So in that area. Mm hmm. So, so tensions are high in that Dallas Fort Worth area period. So yeah, are, are you, I want to make sure I understand it. You're saying there's 10 other shootings similar this to this year. where somebody was We're either unarmed and a police officer shot him or yes. are you just saying and police in, involved shootings? Police involved shootings. Okay, so of those 10, a, it we, was I, I don't know the details of the 10 okay. shootings. I just know that someone um, at their their city council meeting testified or okay. you know gave gave uh, uh, speech on okay. what was going on in their community and that they have a higher number of police action shootings than okay. any other area in the country right now okay so seriously think about that you're an officer mm -hmm. you know several people in your area district or whatever have been involved in a shooting of some kind be it a traffic stop, a, a, a burglar, or whatever, you're going to work that night. What do you think your mindset is? Afraid to go to work. There you would go. Be my mindset. And you, you're, you're thinking, am I yes. going to be next? Am mm -hmm. I going to be the next one involved in the shooting? So that ramps you up a little bit more to be a little bit quicker on the trigger, for lack of a better term. Oh, see, now I would think just the opposite. No. I would be less. I would agree with that. But the, what is the scenario around the shooting? Right. The 10, we don't know. But we know now, 10 officers. I can officers. see if it's, if it's a high crime area where you're having some something happen that requires a police action shooting, then I don't think people would be, you know, bringing it up at a, a city council meeting that, that they have so many. I think the question is, is that they're shooting first and asking questions later. Okay, but then again, you just said you don't know what the ten. Yes, the, I don't the know what the ten. In. But the the tone of the meeting was not about we have all these criminals around here getting gunned down and they don't have their rights to, you know, to to go through the the, the court process. That's not what it was. It was about people being shot prior to being able to defend themselves or even go through the court action or even if these were unjustified shootings. So you would have okay. to find out what those other shootings okay. so were it goes back. That goes back to my question. What would your feeling be? What would you be feeling going to work that night? Would you be thinking, well, like you said, I don't want to go to work. Yeah, I don't want to go to work. Or would you be thinking, is it my turn next? Do I need to be more on guard? Am I going to be a little bit quicker? Because I might be the next one getting shot. I'm going to be a little bit quicker on the trigger. Those are still real fears. Well, and that's the same fears that the community has, yeah. too. That am I going to be the next one getting pulled over for, for having a taillight out and I get shot? And I think you will be more cautious in, of that kind of situation. because So those situations don't escalate. Yes, happen like that. Because I'm sure the police department is training them on that if yeah. that is a problem. Of Okay, but then again, we don't know what the 10 were. 
Right. We, I mean, these all could be 10 good shot shoots, uh, you know what I mean. Or these could all be 10 shooting somebody through a window who was unarmed or, you know, shooting somebody in a car that was just reaching for their driver's license. We don't yeah. know what those 10 were, but it heightens your awareness. It makes you a little more concerned as a police officer. Am I going to get shot or do I have to shoot somebody today? To me, I... You wouldn't go to work is what you said. I would go to <laughs> <laughs> You run out of sick days. <laughs> but no, seriously, being out there, um, it would, I think, interfere with how you mm -hmm. would think That's right. to yeah. react. That's right. So, um, yeah. And we don't know anything really about this officer because he hasn't spoken. We don't yeah. know what was going on with him. And what he was thinking. Right. Mm -hmm. To, to do what, what he, he did. Right. Yep. How many years did you have on? How many mm -hmm. situations have you been in like that? You know, because if you've seen some movies before, you can go, oh, I've seen this before. The door is open. Let me pound on the front door. Let me yell in the house. Let me mm -hmm. let me do it that way. Or wait till my backup gets there or and they cover. been new to, yeah. to it and only All of that. a few years. Now, I'm going to ask the tough question right now because, Latera, you kind of brought it up. Uh-oh. You okay. said the first thing you heard about was that, or it may have been Adrian added in, I don't remember, was a, a white officer shoots a black lady in her home. Yes. That was the first thing you heard from the, from the from news. From media. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when you hear that kind of thing, what does that kind of stir up in you? Um, well, with having a daughter, that I probably need to kind of sit down and have that talk with her. And we have. We, I mean, we, we have had some heart-to-heart -heart talks about police officers and if you get shot I mean, what to do, how to react. What, do you, what are you telling your daughter? I mean, basically, I tell her that um, you comply to whatever they say. You don't run. Um, and, and if it's a situation where you feel that it's unfair, we will deal with it later. Mm -hmm. But in, in the situation there, you don't deal with it. You, yes, sir, no ma'am whatever mm -hmm. and take whatever it is right now do you feel that this is happening more yes shootings is that what you're asking shootings or? Uh, well the, the the black uh the white officer on the black person shooting oh. do you think it's happening more I can't say I don't know. It's you hear about it more. You hear about it more. In, yes, yeah. in the media, but as far as I mean, there's there's shootings. I mean, there's still mm -hmm. people, but you do hear a lot more in the media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that, and then my mindset goes to the ten complaints or the ten at the council meeting at the meeting that night. Where were those other ten shootings at? And I that, mean, I never that, heard about. We only heard about the one that hit the news. And that they said in that same area. There were ten shootings. So. Yeah these people either they didn't die or i don't know you would have to you would have to research them mm -hmm. because I, I the only one i can think of right offhand was where there was a a party of kids and this one did make national news um and the, the party got broke up by the police it was a bunch of kids and there was a kid that got in the back seat of a car and as the car was driving off the officer shot and hit the kid in the back of the head and he did die and so you would have to. Was that around? That was that wasn't around the same time. No, though. this was not around this the same time. This was way it's, early. I but remember it's, that it's, one. It happened in with sometime within the last year. In the same in area. In the same okay. area. All right. And and I'm going to pose the same question I gave uh, to Latera to you, Adrian. When you heard this, you're hearing a white officer shoots a black person, unarmed or armed or whatever. What is what goes through your head? It's another one. Yeah, another one. 
and and you've talked to your kids the same i mean you you guys discuss this stuff at home or not yeah of course um you know uh, i my kids don't have the privilege of uh being able to to back talk a police officer or uh or try and dispute something I tell them, you don't say anything. You comply, you show your hands, you try and be as less threatening as you can possibly be. I, you said something there. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and I, I saw your reaction. Now, for our listeners out there, you don't know that Tara's an Indian, so uh-huh. uh, so she kind of... <laughs> <laughs> you said a privilege, privilege. to mm-hmm. talk back. What does that mean? Well, my, Help me understand that. My ki- children are African-American. And in, in, in my opinion, um, that is going to be something that's just going to be a heightened security for them that um, their race alone can make them feel like it can be a threat. Mm-hmm. There, there can be an assumption mm-hmm. that they're either doing something they shouldn't be or that... Um, involved in something they should be until they prove otherwise okay. they you know it, it just it is what it is and so they could be the, the best kid and still there can be an assumption that they're doing something wrong mm-hmm. terry you you kind of flinched and moved a little bit your body language said something what are you thinking i'm not in their shoes okay mm-hmm. so to honestly say that how they're feeling okay is wrong I can't mm-hmm. um, I, I, I guess when when she said privilege um, I think any race has the privilege to be able to um, uh, say what they want to say I mean we're all on guard you know I mean if the police officer would stop my child okay um, I would be nervous no matter no matter what, but mm-hmm. I would still want my child to again be treated and act the same way as Adrian's child, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I can't honestly say since I haven't experienced it, so right. I I can't right. I can't begin to relate to how they feel, okay. you know. So well, and I and, and it and it's something that is ingrained from you from the very beginning that you don't even think about. Something as simple as being a kid and going into a grocery store, a department store. I was told at a very early age, and I experienced it at a very early age, you know, um, going into a a department store and carrying my dial Mm -hmm. and then walking out and them coming and saying that I took that dial and it was mine. Mm -hmm. And then my mother saying, I told you to leave that in the car so that you don't get accused of stealing. So that was ingrained in me as a child, Mm -hmm. and it's something that I didn't tell my kids, well, because you're black, make sure you leave your toys in the car. I tell them, you leave that in the car so that you don't get accused of stealing it when you go in the store. It just was ingrained, I experienced it. Right. So that's something I taught my kids. So when I say the privilege, you know, I often share videos with Cleveland. There's a couple of different police video mm-hmm. websites that, that right. I, I watch. And I've sent him videos of people questioning the police, mm-hmm. being pulled over, being irate with the police. Even, right. 
even going so far as being physically aggressive towards the police and the police officer will like back up from them and it may just be a coincidence but those videos are people who are you know of other races and not black or african-american and so it's like that's maybe it's just that instance that those officers decided to let this person mm-hmm. attack them and take them down without shooting them or let them talk to them very very you know disrespectful and letting them go on about their business versus mm-hmm. the videos of the african-american boy and this is what i'm thinking of that or young man that i sent to cleveland and this this young man was very articulate he was very respectful and that officer was pushing and pushing and pushing trying to prove that this kid had done something wrong and he pulled him over for for a made-up reason so when i sent that video to cleveland i said specifically said then that that is i don't didn't know if my son would be able to handle himself the way that that kid did that officer would not back off of him he kept accusing him of having marijuana or smoking marijuana and i was fearful that my son wouldn't be able to hold up under that pressure where this same kid did Mm -hmm. i i hear you and it makes me fearful because would they be able to you know to defend themselves when Mm -hmm. they don't need a defense so yeah i tell my kids keep your hands on the steering wheel say yes ma'am yet you know Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. officer and try your very best to not let the situation escalate but in some situations you know i don't know i I, that is something that i am very fearful of right right do you i'm I'm just going to ask this out do you believe that everyone should have their hands on the steering wheel. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm reaching for my ID. Do you believe that is something that everybody should automatically do anyway? Yes. Okay. With that being said, do you think that there's been a lack of respect for law enforcement? Because that's uh, it's not happening. Well, think I, that, I think it depends on who you get. You know, who who. Are you seeing a lack of respect towards law enforcement? As everything. A whole? I would say there's, you know, I just... Based on what you see in the news, yes. And just like the um, iPod we had talked about earlier as far as the young man running from the police, Mm -hmm. which he shouldn't have, um, and then he had consequences from running from the police. But, um, you know, I don't know. I'd have to to find out from an officer, okay? Um, That the field... Respect. Remember remember 9-11? Mm-hmm. The field in the uh, in uh, the United States during that time, it was almost like everyone was was uh, really out to help the police and fire for all that they did, and there seemed to be a different feel. That field to me is not there anymore. I think for me, I'm I'm talking for me. I think that people have lost the respect of uh, police officers. I pe- think people feel that they can argue their point, that they can get out of a stop. And that you have to tell me why you stopped me because now you're inconveniencing me. Which then creates another problem. That attitude toward a a law enforcement officer. That's why I say I think anytime you get pulled over, I've been pulled over. Am I nervous when I get pulled over? I sure am. Well, I'm shaking too because because I know I did something wrong. What did you do? Speeding. And if there's no problem like you said, you deal with it. You Mm -hmm. worry about it later. 
But I think everyone should be taught that same thing. Hands on the steering wheel, wait to be told, and don't be moving around in the car, just wait. But even at that, I think with us, we have to go a little bit further than... When you say us, what you're saying now? Uh Because can't nobody see you, we ain't on TV. I'm saying African-Americans. Okay. That we have to go a little bit further. Mm -hmm. Like I, in my car, I have to carry my my, um, paperwork of my car in my car like my car ownership okay because when i got stopped that's what he asked me for mm-hmm. and you think why did he ask you for that why do because you think it, that? i mean i don't know why he asked me that i i wasn't it but that's what i got asked for ownership mm-hmm. you talking about the registration no not registration i got asked for my new car sale tag because it was a new car so he but you so, had paper plates on it Yes. Okay. Okay. I see uh, what. You, okay. I see so, why he would have asked for that. Okay. So yeah. what if he? If he would ask her, would he have asked me? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, because it's a paper plate. Okay. Yeah, so well, he see, would have asked that me you too. The car. Yeah. You want to see if the the car is brand new? So you should have that bill of sale and everything until you get your plate. But I had my registration. Well, there's a registration, and there should have been a metal plate on there. Well, it takes the lot. It takes license. So basically, to, yeah. what the officer pulled her over for okay, was was now. legit, right? I, I don't know. What did you do? Was you out there speed? <laughs> no, he said he said I went under the yellow light. Okay, that's okay. So that's, that's totally what he different pulled. than the plate thing. Yes, okay. that's what he pulled me, and so okay. then I asked with my hands on the wheel. It was other cars that went under, so not me. Okay. So that's a lack of respect. I mean, I'm I'm just asking. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, I think you're saying lack of respect in general. And so, to be honest with you, you know, with all respect, it, respect is earned. And that's so, true. That's true. And I true. think that when people, when you have people that that don't show respect, it, it comes from a situation. You know, and I I've had situations with um, not here locally, but when my daughter was in college where she was getting pulled over in by their local police department on a weekly basis and every time it was for something different and the the one time that really just got under my skin is um her she needed some repairs done on her car so i traded vehicles with her and she had my car and she got pulled over and the officer said that the car had been reported stolen because he didn't think that a little college student should be driving, in his opinion, a luxury vehicle. Okay, well, there's two there's a problem with that. If the car was reported stolen, don't care who's behind the wheel. If the car was not reported stolen, then that's the reason he made the excuse that a, a young girl should not be behind the wheel. So he lied one way or another. Oh, yeah, the car mm-hmm. had never been reported okay, stolen. Okay, so then the reason he really pulled it up because he didn't believe that some young girl should be driving a luxury car. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, that he, but, that. but he but this was one of the many times that okay. she had been pulled over another time um he said that her license he was behind her and ran her plates and her license plates came back that they were expired oh for crying out loud you can look at it and see if it expired without having to run it if you don't and, have a little tag well, on it and it was out of state and then he said that indiana was coming back that those plates were were expired and okay. hadn't been renewed was not true and you could look right on the plate and see that it had a current tag but now i got pulled over (laughs) by law enforcement okay Mm -hmm. because my husband threw coffee out the window now ranch i was just picking him up from the hospital had a procedure you know and still had some of the drugs in his system but when he pulled me over my assumption was he pulled me over because he threw his coffee out the Mm -hmm. window not the cup but just 
the, 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 liquid. the liquid. Right. But it was more about the tag. I mean, the the um, the frame around my license. Mm-hmm. He couldn't see the right. the number yeah. very yeah. well. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. I've been driving that around for I can't tell you how long. Well, I've never been pulled over, well, and I've never been pulled over since. And I haven't changed it. Well, that officer decided he wanted to. Hey. He has something he needed to do. He mm-hmm. needed to check it out for himself. Or meet a quota. Oh, here we go with the quota thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think we've talked mm-hmm. about that. Okay, we we got to actually bring this to a wrap. But I, here's a, here's my final thought and a little bit of research that I've been doing. Adrian and I have been talking about. I'm just going to throw this out there. This doesn't oh, stop anything. Okay. Again, the 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 incident happened in Texas. There, we still don't know the outcome of it, and um, we can all see how certain things happen agree or disagree on some things we got that we, we got a caller calling in but we have to let them go on the <laughs> roll over to the voicemail mm-hmm. but anyway <laughs> there's actually more shootings that involve police shooting someone white versus police shooting someone black okay shooting someone okay really okay there, uh, there are more shootings there's twice the number of shootings on uh, a police shooting a white person than there are black people there's a larger number of blacks, I'm going to say African-American, blacks that actually physically attack police officers than there are of whites that attack police officers. The numbers, the numbers come out every year. For every year that I went back, as, soon as, they, as long as they were keeping track of this stuff, that's what has been uncovering. There's actually data that shows that police actually hesitate longer of doing too much of any uh, uh, shooting or engaging in physical you know fight with a, a black person than they do with a white person there's a hesitation there we're still digging up more and more research i mean because i mean it's something you want to look into How, um, what's, what's the date on that research the date mm-hmm. well this what? was just like last year they say it almost takes two years to get all the actual data in because you've got to get it from the fbi you got to get it from the all the police departments and not all of them put it in so when you see it, someone oh. report something on the news it's usually they haven't gotten it. It takes almost two years to get it to get to what you you're getting, uh, and they also go with police uh, involved shootings where someone dies. You got to get with the coroner. You got to wait until the outcome all of that comes out. So there's actually a delay before the numbers come out. But this was just last year's data that has been caught up. Okay, so by the time you get to 2020, you'll be getting to 20 you know 19 or or 2021, mm-hmm. you get to 2019. But the data does show that the numbers are double. So when you hear on the news that a, a, a white police officer shot a black person, you're never hearing, and I, I have yet to hear it, and maybe they just don't want to say it, I have yet to hear a white police officer shot a white person. Or just a police officer shot someone, and they, they don't tell you if they're white. Because there are, the number has doubled. There's a doubled number of how many whites are being shot, but it's not being reported. Well, it would be interesting to know a statistic, not specifically just on officer you know officer uh, white officer white white person white officer black person but specifically if the shooting was ruled that it was unjustified right i i tried to look that up yeah that's the stat that yeah i mean because to 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 bring up numbers of shootings well police you know crime is happening so if 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 there's if it's a criminal uh activity that's taking place because of the shooting then that you know that 
justifies why right. the shooting took place. Right. That's not the issue. The issue is the unjustified shootings of the unarmed, right. Right. innocent person right. that got shot. That's the, the yeah. statistic that I, the, I'd like to see. That's the number. That's what I've been trying to look up to, trying yeah. to find it, if they've narrowed it down to just that yet. Now, I have yet to find that anywhere. But the numbers really out, outweigh each other. Yeah, well, that, we and that's that. the argument. So that's the argument yeah. that you're hearing in the media and, and people are bringing up. They're not saying, oh, police shouldn't be shooting people that are causing crime or putting people's right. lives in danger. That's not the argument. The argument is the unjustified shooting of the understand. unarmed people. Clearly understand. Whether they're black or white. It clearly doesn't understand. matter what race they are. And clearly. it doesn't matter what race the police officer is. It could be a black officer unjustifiably right. shooting people. So that's, And that's the whole point of the, okay. the argument. It's not just about white and black officer or white officers. It's mm -hmm. about police officers misusing the power or Clear, using the, clearly the power first. Okay. Real quick. There's always, every year for the years they've been keeping track, it's, it's stayed under 1,000 people. White, black, combined, Hispanic, whatever. It's been less like 900-some people have been shot by police officers every year. There are more people dying from doctors not doing surgeries right. There are more people dying from car accidents. There are more people dying from overdoses, Okay than that of the 300 I don't know how many millions of people there are in the United States but the number of that is happening way higher than the number of police involved shootings of the 900 and something only 230 almost is almost the number the same are, are black all the other numbers are and the, the whites are 550 560 and then the others are in the hundreds and the whatever but there are more male blacks dying in car accidents than they are being involved in police and uh, action shootings. So I guess that'll be the the statistic to look for. How many people, not you know, doesn't matter the race. How many people are being shot and it's an unjustified shooting? Yeah, that's the, the unjustified or justified thing is the one I can't. They they have not broken those numbers down yet, but the number is fairly low. Nobody wants to be that number. Yeah. But the number itself is fairly low every year of the millions of people in the United States. It's really low. So don't go to the doctor. <laughs> okay, I was kidding on that. <laughs> okay. Like I said, we got, we got to wrap this thing up. We've been on a little bit longer. and We'll warn people that it, it is actually about an hour long uh, of us talking. And I do appreciate it. Uh, uh, Adrian, I always appreciate you joining us. Thanks uh, for look, having me. Uh, Tara, for the second time. Yeah, and, thank you. And Latera, Truly enjoyed finally, it. For the first time, we really thank appreciate you. you. All right. Okay, now.